Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is my report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Laura Elizabeth as Marnie Schwarzenberger, and Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Face. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band have wiped out the Skullcrawlers. Atticus killed Kerasset himself, Marnie blasted three soldiers with one shot, and Valentine picked off another from a distance. What will happen now that they can finally approach their target? Find out in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. From the personal records of Doc Tavy. Rest assured, if anything bad were to happen, we will be able to isolate the lab. Nothing bad will ever come out of the lab. Well, today's the day something bad came out of the lab. Mm-hmm. Um, as you uh, deal with the uh, the remaining skull crawler rather quickly, Marnie, um, Atticus uh, comes sort of back around the corner. Uh, Atticus, did you did you take a trophy or did you just kind of leave her where she fell? Uh, I'll bring her back in case the Inquisitor wants the leader of the Skullcrawler's corpse for any reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're heading back that way anyway, but he'll bring it back. Yep. He did say to bring her back, so. Well, he said know. bring her down. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. Right. So um, the three of you have a moment to catch your breath. Um, a few of the workers survived. Um, not many, but a few. Uh, and they're kind of tending to their own wounds. Um <clears throat> Again, the the entire facility is in a state of high alert. Uh, a purge has been ordered. Um, so, at the very least, the uh, the factory floor is being scoured. You're not sure about the rest of the facility. Um, you're also not sure how long you've got before um, the uh, God Emperor of only this um, escapes. Uh, he is likely in his office presumably thinking things are somewhat under control as no one has yet reported to the contrary that you know of. What do you do? I think Valentine just kind of has like jogged out from the room that he's in and he's like a little bit out of breath, but not really. Uh, and he just kind of looks at the other two and he's like, well, Marnie, uh, congratulations. I believe you've inherited a bolt gun. Uh, and he just points to the ground where, a, is it Adira? Dirath Vidar. Dirath Vidar. He's just like, that one's yours. It's just a corpse. He doesn't know the fucking guy's name, but he's just like, there's a bolt gun and Marnie likes big guns. So he figures that's her reward for heroism in the line of duty. Uh, And then he'll turn to Atticus and go, oh, excellent work bringing back the top half of the corpse. That'll allow us to use any sort of thumbprint or finger scanners or if we need an eye scan, possibly. Oh, very, very useful. Normally I would pitch that we should go down to the armament and try to arm ourselves more heavily. However, we have recovered a bolt gun and our quarry will be fleeing any second. I believe it is time for us to move on into the end game, as it might be said. Ready and willing, sir. I'll take point. Wonderful. Marnie, have you collected your weapon and any reload rounds? I don't know the technical term. Uh, Ammunition, my apologies. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this gun is mine now. Let's kill some orcs and orc drinking people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) my sentiments exactly Uh, and I think it's just at that point yeah he'll just like let Atticus take point 
probably stay a little close to Marnie to make sure she doesn't like fall down because she's really fucking injured, though she isn't acknowledging (laughs) it. I I was going to say, Marnie, after you you shoot the guy on the ground, um, you're able to just kind of quickly bandage up uh, the most egregious wounds um, that that have reopened. Um, I'm going to say you can regain two temporary hit points. Oh, that's nice. So they aren't permanent by any stretch, but you're just able to like wrap it and i think you probably get like it's one of those things where just like as you're looking at the gun you're like nodding to the workers who are like rapidly bandaging your arm up and you're just kind of like shake them off when you're ready to go but um as a result you are slightly slightly heartier cool so um choosing to abandon the armory given that you've kind of reaped the the maximum benefit you could kind of hope for also having seen the armaments the odds are that it would be like more of the same um were you to raid the armory and given that you've you've kind of got a better weapon now. Atticus is still armed. Valentine is still armed. You're you're in pretty good shape. Ah. Uh, <laughs> um. The uh the three of you take off uh down the uh the hall towards the uh, the executive level elevator. Uh, is there anything uh you would discuss en route? Uh, perhaps around how you want to approach this. Keeping in mind that the only way to access Galen's office, or not Galen, sorry, uh, different game. Uh, the only way to access uh, Glasgow Vicodin's office is through this sort of um, VIP elevator. Um, once you're up there, you might have some options, but you're not entirely sure what the lay of the land will be. Um, and unfortunately, you don't have a lot of ways to get there because of the the nature of the building. So what is what is your plan? I think, yeah, probably once we get into the elevator and hear that like, bah, 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 like it's there and it's like, all right, friends, normally I would say we need to be some sort of coy, clever group. However, I don't know if that's going to be an option. Our priority, more so than any or all of our lives, is that Glasgow Vicodin dies this day. If you have the shot, take it. If we are taken prisoner, we can surrender. But if we get a chance to kill Glasgow Vicodin, we kill Glasgow Vicodin. This is mission priority one. It is our only priority. With Glasgow dies if Glasgow dies, the Emperor lives. With him, we build a future on his corpse. Do you hit, understand? Hit first, hit hard, understood, sir. Money. I have my shotgun out. It is ready. I will fire at Glasgow. The other thing I want you to know, Marnie, and this is a secret just between you and I, uh, and he leans in and he puts a hand on her shoulder and he whispers in her ear, Glasgow Vicodin is an orc in a person costume. He is an orc in a person costume who is consuming other orcs. So he is a double heretic. <laughs> and Valentine's just very pleased with himself. <laughs> double heretic all the way across the sky. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Marnie, as, as soon as you hear that, like without even thinking, you just drop the shotgun. Like it's no longer a thought in your head. And just like the bolter comes down um, into your hand. Um <laughs> The bolter is rather large, so we'll say it's kind of an, an either-or okay. situation. But I also feel like Marnie's very much the kind of person where, like, if a better toy is handed to her, the previous toy is no longer uh, needed. Now, you can still keep the shotgun someone I, if you want. Yeah. But, like, I thought we'd be in, in, like, close range, so I thought the shotgun would be more... Okay. Yeah. Better, if you want to stay equipped with a shotgun, that is that is totally shotgun fine. blast groups up close, but we don't know the space we're getting into. I think oh, Valentine would point you towards the bolter and be like, "You're right. No, you're right. Especially especially since yes, since the goal is to take out Vicodin, I want to and he's an yes, orc. concentrate. 
And he's an orc. I want to concentrate that in, yeah, in one shot if I can. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so um, the uh, elevator is um, sort of like... Uh, it, it, it's coming up through stone. So it's clearly like a back channel of the, the palace itself. So kind of up through the carved um, cave below as you, you pass through the, uh, the sort of um, like tourist part of the factory um, there's kind of those slotted windows that you can just kind of see it shoot by. Um, everything looks fine. Normal. Nothing's happening. Uh, everyone's going about their business. Um, a few soldiers, the, the wounded soldiers are getting their kind of like tour of the facility um, and like pointing at things and getting free samples. Um, but you realize that the, uh, the kill order was merely for the, uh, the, the secret factory. Um, mm. You are uh, nearing uh, the uh, sort of top level uh, of, of the facility when the elevator grinds to a halt. Um, the, uh, the green light um, that was uh, sort of in a, a grimy, heavy metal circle surrounded by skulls um at the uh the top of the door is uh, has turned red and um you just see kind of a, a blinking um a panel um with a, a clear gap for a key uh does Karasid have the key on her torso she does not uh based on what you you know of what the skull crawlers are doing here they were not meant to meet glasgow himself he only came down when things started to go badly oh then I finally drop her body. <laughs> I like brought Atticus. it into the elevator. Yeah. Atticus, can you open this door? And he'll just point at the front door to the elevator because he'd like to know if it's opening onto a floor or like a wall or what their options are. With pleasure. And I, I will attempt to force the elevator door open. Cool. Um, give me a... Uh... Yeah, sorry, one second. Let me just get my sheet up here. Give me a probably athletics. Um, uh, I mean, you're using your robot arm, right? Uh, obviously, yeah. I mean, probably yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, flesh okay. arm on one side and robot arm on the other. Um, I feel like athletics feels right for that. So, yeah, let's go athletics. Um, difficulty of two boost dice for the robo arm. I think that's about it on my end. Okay. Rolling. Wow. Two successes, one advantage. Um, okay, great. So nice. you um crank the uh the door, the doors open, and uh immediately you're sort of hit with a wave of um of kind of like finely scented air. There's like a, a smell of incense and uh sandalwood and just like so like a, a pretty pleasant smell. Um, because of your advantage, uh, you are fully aware and catch, uh, sight of, uh, the small cylindrical object, uh, kind of rolling in from the gap. You realize you're, you're probably the elevator has stopped kind of with like a, uh, like a four inch gap, um, uh, to the actual floor you want to be on, uh, through which someone has just rolled a grenade. Uh, however, you do have two points of advantage, so I'm going to let you roll a, um, either a cool or a coordination to try and straight up like prevent this thing from getting into the elevator. Uh, they're the same. Uh, I'll say uh, coordination. Cool. Uh, give no me coordination, Tom. Sorry, I said no coordination, not cool. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. 
<laughs> this is this is what I say before a grenade blows us all up and our, our elevator car plummets. <laughs> yeah, I, I I got you. I got you. Um, so it's gonna be difficulty of uh, for you, sir, four, uh, because you are holding the elevator doors open as this happens. Um, this is gonna be a real feat if you can manage it. Um, it's not gonna happen like this. I'll give you two boosts for the advantage you had. That's generous. Um, I'm going to use a story point because yep. uh, I'm I'm not in good shape here, and we don't want to we don't want to be <laughs> sealed in a vertical coffin. Do Do I recognize the type of like grenade? Is it one that can literally be like, I you can like if you can hold it and like basically put the pin back in, as it were. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not one of those okay. like safety grenades, <laughs> if that's the term. It yeah. has like the piece you have to release, like pull the pin, release the handle, toss. It's it's forty k, baby. Everything's okay. weird and janky. Tom, I know what Valentine would do, and the answer is he would hold for a quarter of a heartbeat to see if Atticus can keep the grenade out of the elevator, and then he would act if Atticus can't. Fair enough. All right, I'll allow it. Um, all right, so Atticus, go ahead and roll, please. Here we go. Wash. Hmm. The grenade rolls in. You try and catch it in your teeth, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, it's just a, l- a little too much mustache, and it uh, it slips past you. Uh, Valentine, <laughs> what do you do as you notice him fail to prevent the, the grenade from entering? Valentine would grab Marnie and throw her onto the grenade. Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, Marnie, um, would you allow this or would you uh, try to resist? Well, I think I think Marnie would, like, she would be kind of ready to, like, she's always in combat ready mode. So I think this is one of those things, like, almost like a baseball's rolling towards her and she's going to, like, was going to, like, bend down and, like, basically catch it and toss it back out. Right. Okay. Great. So, so as you bend down, he just shoves you down onto it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so Ryan, I'm going to need athletics. Uh, we're going to say difficulty one because she's leaning over to pick up the grenade. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, yep. That's, that's about, that's about it on my end. <laughs> <laughs> that's four successes and one threat. Great. Uh, you, you just fucking shove Marnie down. Marnie, what do you say as, as you go down? Um, uh, I think it just says, why are you helping like this? I was trying for this shit. Uh, at which point the grenade explodes. (laughs) I'm dead. Um, Greetings, fellow servants of the Emperor. It is I, Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, and I am here to call you to step forward and serve the Emperor as part of his immortal and blessed host. It's a great day for you to join a Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash dumdumdice is the perfect place for you to fund our little forays into saving, let's just say, the Golden Throne and all of humanity. Now, I know the thing that you're wondering is, what's in it for me? Because, and I mean this as pleasantly as possible, you're absolute heretical scum. 
What I'm hoping for all of you is that you can redeem yourselves by receiving ad-free feeds where you are no longer plagued by random temptation, but instead can focus your attention purely on the Emperor. You can gain this ad-free feed for only $5 a month and receive other feeds as well to other alternate realities. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, it's for the Emperor and we'll save your souls. A green mist uh, begins to fill the uh, the elevator as oh. uh, the uh, the gas is released, um, and uh, with a, a pleasant ping, um, the doors begin to try and shut. Now, Atticus, you're still holding them open. Um, do you do you attempt to keep them open as as the chamber fills with gas, or are you going to turn and kind of deal with that situation? I'll keep them open, and I'll say. Like grab it, like yeah, yep. Um, okay, so I'm gonna need uh, athletics this time. It's gonna be difficulty four uh, because the doors are actively fighting you now, not just kind of being passively cranked open. Um, and you can hear uh, sort of in the room beyond you someone swearing and like mashing a button. Um, you're like fucking come on, just fucking close your goddamn doors. Um, oh. Can Valentine lean out and just try to pop whoever's through the door over Atticus's head? Because I feel like he'd try. Uh, you can try. So you've got like four inches to play with. Um, and you have to get up and over him. But he is short. So you can try. Roll me a perception first. This is going to be a difficulty of uh, four because of everything that's going on. And I'm going to burn a story point to make this worse for you. Tyler, the look on your face like, why are you doing this? <laughs> I was going to say, he does have bionic eyes. So would that help him with the gas and shit it getting would, in the way? It would. Uh, I mean, the gas is getting to your lungs is more the, the issue. Than <laughs> the eyes. Uh, it's true. not like a, yes, sorry. I should note, all of you are beginning to feel the uh, hallucinogenic effects of the. Uh, Ooh, fun. I have, uh, I have respirator lungs. <laughs> hey, yeah. So you are not feeling it. You're not feeling a damn thing. Part of, I had like lung scarring. Uh, growing up on a radiated out planet like uh, Pubius. Uh, uh, so it was seen fit to replace my lungs. Um, I can survive without air three times as long. And I have, I'm sorry, I'm just scrolling through this thing. Yep. I have, I can reduce the difficulty of any airborne toxin uh, survival check. Or Great. Any sort of airborne toxin. like. Okay. Nice. So that, so that raises I'm a just, good... I, I just want to basically put that out there as like worst case scenario. If this thing stays in here with us, I think Atticus holding the door open is just going to put his face to those four inches, suck in a big lung full of fresh air and then close it. And then like, we'll deal with it. Okay. Amazing. That's, so as, that's, that's as if it doesn't make it out. As you're taking your, your drag of breath, um, uh, Valentine, you go to shoot. That said, oh well, then I get shot in the back. Of the head. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. He'd be going breathing, up and over you. He's got around. Um, because uh, I sorry, it's four inches high, but it's like the width of the doors. What? Like you're you're forcing the oh, doors open right, enough okay. that's probably like two feet or something. Uh, so not all the way open, but like part of the way open. Um, Ryan, before you roll this check, I apologize if you've already got it all queued up. Um, let's roll a, a survival check against the gas to see how affected you are, because this may lower the difficulty if you are kind of doing all right with it. 
Okay. So, so like realistically, as as an inquisitor, I imagine you would have been would have been like you know the princess bride, <laughs> like mm-hmm. dread pirate Robert style. You've probably yeah, been exposed he's... to a bunch of this shit. <laughs> so okay. um, what's the difficulty? I'm gonna say uh, it's the gas canister has just fired and Marnie is on top of it. So the survival check is gonna be two. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give you a boost for what I assume to be your training. Um, and you have your iron resolve, right? Yes. You can take Tempered will, which just lets me remove setback dice. Okay, so that might be important on the next roll. It's not important on this one. Okay, cool. I believe we are at uh, one in three in my favor. I'm good. I don't need it for this one. Right. Five successes. Cool. You're all right. Nice. Uh, Marnie is Marnie screaming. I'm dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is is blocking a lot of the the gas dispersion uh, out of the gate. So I will knock your shooting challenge down. Uh, your perception check rather down to three rather than four. Cool. Uh, sorry, it'll be two because it's you're unaffected by the gas and you're just looking. You're not trying to shoot yet. So. Two, one purple, one red, no setback, no boost on my end. Three success and two advantage. Okay, so peering in, um, you can see like a um, sort of a massive um, uh, circular room. Like think uh, almost like one of those like 360 hotels. Um, it's clearly kind of a tower atop the, the superstructure of the factory. Um, and uh, it is it's like, it's a pretty large space um, at, at a, a distance. Uh, looking back, you can see a man in a, just like a, a velvet green suit. Um, just like mashing. Like, it's kind of hard to see from, from your angle. You can see like his leg, he's behind the desk. So you don't have a clear shot on him. You have a partial shot on him. It's clearly mashing the button while looking back in your direction. Um, and uh, you hear him just kind of yell over his shoulder, like, do not worry. I got this. Oh yeah. I shoot that motherfucker right <laughs> wherever I can. Like, yeah. Fucking cap that ankle. Um, okay. So, this is going to be uh, at, at long range based on how awkward this is. So yep. difficulty of three. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you, I'm not going to give you any setbacks for the gas because you, you've rolled successfully on the uh, survival check. Um, he is behind heavy cover. So that's going to be two setback. Okay. Um, and uh, he has uh, an additional setback for you from his refractor field. Nice. Um, that's what I'll have. I'm not going to let you aim on this because I feel like pushing no, I, and getting over I there wouldn't would, even ask. I no, I know. I, yeah, this is mostly just me thinking out loud. Um, that's about all I've got. And I will uh, spend a story point to, to cock this up a bit more for you. Cool. I'm also going to spend a story point because if he heard that accent and he knows that this is the closing room, he's heard a few announcements and that's close enough to Glasgow. That oh, this it's clearly could... Glasgow Viking. You, there's no doubt in your mind, like asshole in a room. Um, like this is clearly and like on the like the the like it's very clear this is the VIP floor. Um, All righty, Tom. Yep, I got a pitch for you. Okay. It's a crazy pitch, but I think it's what the Inquisitor would do. 
Mm, the first time a crazy thing has happened in this game. I'm not sure if I'll allow it, but we'll see. <laughs> Would you give any advantage if he were to extend his arm through the door over Atticus to perhaps get a better shot? But if the door closes, it definitely closes on his arm, and that's bad. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Risk Done. for reward? Sure. Yeah. How do some you want to do it? Bargain, some kind of devil's bargain, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll say give yourself a. Hmm. I think we'll say. Boost. That seems low for that amount of risk. Let's bump it. Let's treat it like a story point. So bump one of your, your greens up to a yellow. Okay. I'm already at three yellow, so I'll add a green, but that works. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because normally Valentine is incredibly risk averse to himself, but this is if I can plug this guy, it doesn't matter what the fuck happens. Just the emperor lives. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, this mm. all tracks to me. All right, let's see what happens in the biggest role I've ever rolled in the history of the Valentine heresy. The odds, to be clear, are not good. <laughs> but we are going to see what happens because there is faith in the emperor, so much faith in the emperor. Are you singing a song? Is there like a, does Valentine have a I don't. Oh, I don't even know if he has the time. I think all you get is they're like, for the, because it's <laughs> fucking all happening yeah, so yeah. goddamn fast. <laughs> oh, this is a weird one, Tom. You're going to like it. I have six advantage, three failure, and a despair. Oh. Okay. Um, you snap off the shot and miss. Uh, it blows a chunk off the side of the desk. Um, and, um, you, you hear something, um, but it's muddled, uh, by the sounds of the doors slamming, um, with, um, what Atticus you feel as they start to, sh to shut, like it's, it's like a mag lock. Like it went from being like just standard pressure to just like, oh. so you pull back, um, Valentine, uh, you do not get your arm out in time um and uh you feel the uh your your arm snap at just above just below the elbow uh before it's sheared off um <sighs> you fall backward into the rapidly gas filling elevator and because you rolled so tremendously badly um you hear um a telltale sort of like chunk um and the elevator begins to fall um that said, you've got a bunch of advantage. So as all of you, Atticus, you've got your, your your breath in your lungs, like you're good. You immediately start looking around for kind of what you can do. Um, Marnie, um, you kind of roll over and throw the grenade at the door and it kind of like bounces off a blood smear where mm -hmm. Valentine was. Valentine, you've kind of fallen back, um, holding your stump, um, going into shock. That said... D does any of your like inquisitor training shit give you correct? I, I remove any setback dice, uh, like a, a setback dice inflicted by critical injuries, disoriented condition, or fear. Like he's right. basically designed mm -hmm. to just always have a brain. Yeah, great. So as as your uh, as the the pain is is overwhelming you and and the elevator begins to fall, you realize you'll be of no use to any of this. But you thought you heard something because you rolled so much advantage uh, just before the doors <laughs> closed, and luckily for you. Eugene is always listening. 
So as the elevator begins to fall and Martin and Atticus begin to figure out how to stop this, this tube of death from plummeting all the way to the bottom. Um, Valentine, what is your kind of like play it again, Sam line for as you're <laughs> gushing blood from your severed arm? Yeah, I think he's immediately like pulling off his belt to, to tie to off his one arm and it's in his teeth. And he's just like, Eugene, play back the last 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> and as uh, as all of you begin to feel that sickening feelings in your stomach as as the elevator begins to plummet, um, you hear uh, Glasgow Vicodin say, "I got it." Uh, at which point, uh, a voice behind him says, "Far too late, Glasgow," followed by the sound of a gunshot and a scream. The elevator begins to plummet. You feel some sense of of uh, success because although you missed him, Uninquisitor did not. And with the entire Inquisition party plummeting to certain doom, a small smile breaks out on your face, Valentine. The Emperor always provides. Now you just need to figure out if you'll provide a way out. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Atticus Vase. Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Marnie Schwarzenberger. And our Game Master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. Available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Great Dane, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Meet Pia Casely, a journalist with a nose for a good story. Do you know who the last person to interview Julie Capsom was? Me. 
Brenda Bentley, a dogged detective with a case she can't let go. Nobody came closer than I did, and that's why I was kicked off the force. Together, they solve the cold cases no one else can. That's when things got weird. And we haven't even gotten to the torso yet. If they don't kill each other first, that is. Well, you've got another thing coming. You know, I think it's you've got another thing coming. Or perhaps there's something else between them. Well, if the feeling's mutual, call it a mutual feeling. Arden, a podcast about crime, romance, and everything else. Season 1 and 2 now available. Brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people.